0: Welcome to the Craft of Shadows podcast, based on the novel The Jewel of Nineveh by Deborah Basiti. Discover new content and subscribe to receive updates at craftofshadows.com. Now, on with the show. Chapter 7 Assignment Manu followed the directions to one of the less popular inns of Earth between the meat market and the street of slaughterhouses. The smog of opium smoke that clung around the doorway did little to mask the charnel stench. Jum kept his hand over his nose even after they had entered the establishment. The few noisome tallow candles cast scant illumination and the furtive patron's sipped their drinks and sucked their pipes in silence. A black-bearded man, oxen shoulders stretching his tunic open across his broad chest, made his way down the stairs and headed for the bar. He stared intently as Manu walked past and climbed the steps. As described, Simak had a room on the first floor a warm leather chair and a writing desk serving as his office. He watched Manu stride toward him, shoulders back and his head held high with his new apprentice scurrying in his wake. Manu stopped several feet short of Simak's desk and pointed at the drawn crossbow lying there. The right hand had it gripped and the quarrel was aimed at Manu's chest. For a minute they stood there, and Manu's expression did not change. Eventually, Simak scowled. He lifted his finger from the trigger and disarmed the weapon before putting it away. Well, Simak, I was told to report to you for work. Simak pushed back his hood and sneered at Manu, his nose wrinkling if you're up to them. Only one way to find out. Simak picked up his quill and peered at a loose sheaf notebook, flicking through its pages. You speak Akkadian quite well for a foreigner. Akkadian, Sumerian, it all starts to sound the same. I've travelled about. And where do you claim to come from? It's not from Nineveh? North. Far to the north. From Anatolia, then. Keep going north. Mm. The only people that live past there are savages, dressed in animal skins. Is that who your people are? Manu yawned and stretched out his shoulders. Who were you really trying to rile up back there? Me or the king? If it's me, you want to fight. Just name the place and the time. If you don't have the stones for that, then let's get down to business and you two can sort out your issues in private. I want no part of it. Very well. I've a job here from one of our regular patrons. You don't need to know who. The noble houses hire us for discreet jobs. Each one thinks they are marvellously clever for thinking of it. It wouldn't be good for business to let them discover that they all use us. Then how do I know it's not a trap, or a setup or any number of a thousand bad situations I don't want to go blindly walking into? Manu leaned on Simak's desk. Simak sighed and settled back in his chair preening his lank black hair away from his face. This is how it works, boy, when you are part of an organisation greater than just you and your pup. He waved his fingers dismissively at June. Fine. If this goes wrong, it will be because you failed to handle something. Do you have the stomach for blade work? Or are you only capable of sneaking in the dark? Manu's shoulders tensed. A killing? An assassination, please. We're professionals. Our esteemed client, who, as I say, is a regular customer and highly placed within a great house, wishes a competitor to be removed as soon as possible. Can't I just give him a firm warning and a chance to leave the city? Sadly not in this case. Simak closed his notebook, leaned back in his chair and crossed his arms behind his head. Our client has made special instruction to make this kill as messy as possible. He would like a message sent to any other potential competitors. Manu nodded and Simak pulled a rolled scroll from a drawer in the desk. We do not have a name, but our client left detailed instructions of where the man would be tonight and how to identify him. You can read, I suppose. Manu snatched the scroll out of his hand. I can read fine. Why doesn't the client provide the name of the target? c spread his hands on the table. Maybe he simply wants us to have the minimum amount of information necessary in case one of us is captured and tortured for the information. Nonetheless, the Guild has accepted this commission and I have assigned it to you. This is for tonight then. Mac nodded, you have plenty of time to prepare, and you'll be paid when you return, the task completed. The guild has taken payment in advance, as is usual for this type of job, and you will have no need to worry about collecting your money. As you can no doubt already see, there are significant advantages to working with us. Manu scanned the scroll which mapped a location high up in the wealthy quarters of the city, where the richest nobility lived. The descriptions of the man and how to identify him were very detailed. I'll be back later. They made their way down the stairs, and jumped tugged at Manu's sleeve. Master? What? I thought you would be sent to steal something. I didn't expect... Uh... He trailed off and chewed his lip. Manu grunted, his hand tightening on his dagger's hilt. Neither did I, and I've got a bad feeling about c Stay tuned for the next episode of the Craft of Shadows podcast. More details at craftofshadows.com. Copyright 2020, Divush Basiti and Victor Publishing. Title music by Turku, Nomads of the Silk Road at turkumusic.com